Welcome. Welcome to Kim's Wellness Space, the podcast. This podcast is all about my passion for yoga and for wellness. During these episodes, I will share my thoughts and experiences of how to live a full life of sparkle and energy in my 50s. It is my passion that everybody should be winning at wellness no matter your age. Thank you for choosing to listen to this podcast. I really hope you enjoy it. Let's get stuck in. Welcome to episode two in season two. Okay, so today we are really going to get into a deep conversation, I think, about being healthy. Probably you already have a preconceived idea of what being healthy is, um, and it may well be absolutely spot on. I mean, who am I to say? But I really want us to think about it a little bit. So, we're going to discuss it today between us and then maybe I'll have changed your mind, maybe I won't, maybe we have learned something from each other. Um, I don't know, it's quite exciting, but I like having these deep and meaningful conversations. So being healthy, what what does that even mean? How do we know when we're healthy? What does it mean to be in good health? I mean, just those questions alone are massive, aren't they? And we'll all have different um, answers because being healthy or um, being in good health, to me, may mean something completely different to you. So what does it mean to me? Well, for me, being healthy or being in good health means that I feel the best that I can feel and that my body works to its optimum, I suppose. Um, So, you know, I can go about my daily chores, I can lift the shopping, I can reach up to take things off a shelf, I can bend down to do my shoes up without having to sit. you know, all those day-to-day things that we take for granted, they're the things that are really, really important. And that's one of the things I love about yoga. And actually yoga with weight training is a good mix. But, you know, definitely with yoga, a lot of the movements that we make are movements that we make in our everyday lives, like walking up and down the stairs, bending over to pick something up if we've dropped it, reaching up high to take something off a shelf on our tiptoes. When you are, you know, really young and in your teens and your early 20s, you don't think about those things at all. And if someone was to say that to you, you just kind of, I know that we would just be looking at them thinking, what are you telling me that for? But now I'm in my 50s. I mean, don't get me wrong. I can still do all those things and I don't give it much thought. But I am aware that there are people around me of my age that absolutely, sorry, absolutely cannot reach to the highest shelf on their tiptoes or um, interestingly today I watched something where someone was told that now they're in their 50s she was a little bit older than myself I'm only just tipped into 50 she was kind of well in it but she had been told by her doctor that now she was in her 50s it was absolutely fine to sit down and put her shoe on and 
do the laces or the buckle or however I shoed it up. That was okay and that was acceptable because as you get older, you need to sit down. And she was saying that since she was told that, she never ever sits down to put her shoes on and do her shoelaces up. She always makes sure that she's balancing on one leg. Some days she's balancing on one leg, leaning against the wall because, yeah, we all get days where we're a little bit wobbly. doesn't matter what age we are. But she refuses to sit down and do that. And I thought that was really interesting because when someone gives you permission to slack off a little bit, um, as humans, we just take that option always. Our brain is there to save us energy, to make sure that we're safe and to take the easiest, safest option all the time. So if we are then told all of a sudden, no, it's fine, you can sit down to put your shoes on, sit down every time, it's fine, it'll save you some energy, your brain's going to be like, yes, please, that is what I'm going to do. And so you do it. And I hadn't really thought about it until she kind of was saying that she refused. And then I put my shoes on to go walk the dog. And I thought, yeah, I actually put my shoes on standing up as well. But I wonder how much longer I would have done it in awareness or whether I had, you know, I, w- I would also have started sitting down to put my shoes on. I don't know. My husband sat down to put his shoes on. I did watch him and I just thought, I wonder if that's a choice thing. I wonder if there was something this morning where he was like, that's what I want to do because that's what I want to do or whether he can't put his shoes on anymore standing on one foot. I don't know and I will have to ask him. But that's what I mean by, you know, it's different for each one of us. There's levels. Some things are important to us, some things aren't. I mean, some of you will be listening to this recording thinking, I just don't care, Kim, whether I'm sitting down to put my shoes on or not. It's no biggie in my in my life. But, you know, you've heard that phrase, use it or lose it. And I think that there's something to that, isn't there? And so when we're talking about being healthy and in being in good health, um, you know, the ability to run up the stairs is something that we don't think about when we are probably, I don't know, I still run up the stairs, I'm 51. But there comes an age, doesn't there, when all of a sudden we do things and we groan. You know that um, joke about when you have to get up from sitting and we kind of groan and you don't notice yourself doing it, but all of a sudden you're doing it. Um, You know, you get up from sitting off a chair and how do you how do you get up from sitting on a chair when you get up do you push your hands down to bring your body up or do your legs just take you up that's quite an interesting um one probably as interesting as the shoes on the feet actually because um it wasn't until someone pointed that out to me that i realized i had started pushing my hands to get up i don't actually need to my legs can do it absolutely fine so i don't use my hands anymore i make sure that i use my legs Um, And I can because I do a lot of yoga and my legs are strong and I am in good health of what I think is of good health. So, yeah, see, we're only like, what, six minutes into this conversation and we've already had two really good examples of being in good health. And they might be things that you think, oh, yeah, actually, yeah, that's quite important. Or they might be like, no, that that doesn't mean anything to me, Kim. I'm not in interested in that that's not good health for me good health is being able to walk for two hours every day or I don't know 
there, there's so many layers, isn't there? I couldn't even begin to guess. Um, so then, then it got me thinking, you know, we say we want to be in good health. Are we striving to get this good health? And how do we know when we get there? And, and how do we, how does good health feel? And once we are there, how do we keep it? How do we hold on to it? What, you know, is there a day where we get up and, and we're like, today I am in good health, today I feel healthy and now I want to stay like this. Is there that day? Does that, that moment happen? Or does it kind of ebb and flow? I don't know. I don't actually know what the answer is to that. Um, it's an interesting one, isn't it? In, in yoga, when we study our yamas, one of them is for non-grasping. And I think that's, uh, that, that sits quite well in this conversation because maybe we have to just let go. Maybe we have to work out what are the important things to make our body work. Um, you know, scientifically, what does our body need? Um, and then maybe if we know that we're doing all those things that we need for our body, maybe we let go of the achieving of um, being in good health and, and maybe it will just come. I don't know. I mean, some of you probably don't even pursue being in good health. Some people, that isn't even on their radar. They get up, they do whatever they're doing and and then they go to sleep at the end of the day. But for me, I love learning. I love, I, I like all the woo-woo stuff that's kind of out there and spiritual and you need some belief. But I also like all the scientific backed up facts. And then I like to go practice it and see how these things actually affect me personally, rather than just um, taking it from somebody else and re or reading something and thinking okay so that is the answer I like to then go and have an experiment I um a while ago did a yin yoga trainings um and it was for functional anatomy and it was absolutely fascinating and helped me understand even more about how different our bodies are and why our bodies are so different but one of the things that we discussed was how when you get up in the morning you are x tall and then if you sit down a lot then that measurement of tallness will drop if you exercise that measurement of height will go up and you know it, you, you can track it up and down all day you can definitely be going to bed of an evening shorter than when you got up in the morning I was like wow that's amazing so I measured myself every day for a week when I got up in the morning after I'd worked out when I sat down at my computer for a long time or um, particularly because I was in the middle of studying this yin course so I, I was sitting down anyway but whether I was sitting on a chair or whether I was sitting on the floor or the cushion or whether I was laying down um, so many different things impacted it and it was amazing to track and I could actually got quite good at it. And I knew if I do this, this is going to make me shorter so I can do this and that'll make me taller. Because what's happening when you're getting shorter is that your discs are coming together and the nice squidgy bit in the middle um, gets pushed out and it gets squished. So if you can do things that elongate your spine, then that squidgy bit in the middle doesn't get squished and doesn't leak out. So it stays nice. I mean, it, it does come back in and make it all nice in the night while you're sleeping which is why when you get up in the morning you're taller but you know it was a really good experiment it was good and it was really fascinating and 
that happens to all of us and some of us care about it and some of us don't and that's not a, it's not a bad thing it's not a wrong thing it's, that's just how it is but I I like it I like to find out I like to ask why so you know achieving good health being in good health is it something that we should strive for or like our yamas teach us should we just allow it to be whatever it is do the best that we can do and then just ebb and flow with 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 our health I don't know I I don't have all the answers that's why I like to chat here with you maybe you will be able to tell me if we look at the dictionary um and get a meaning for the word health, which is an adjective, it says in good physical or mental condition, in good health. Um, It also says, I feel fit and healthy. So meaning not diseased, having healthy cells, and um, indicating or promoting good health and a healthy appetite, which kind of leads us nicely into, you know, what do we need to do to be in good health, to feel in that optimum uh, condition and um, you know can we just work out scientifically what our body needs to work and then let let's let it get on with it I mean our body is amazing our brains are like a supercomputer uh, you know our bodies can fight disease by themselves they they repair overnight while we're sleeping you know our, our brain actually almost gets like a wash overnight while we're asleep. So we wake up in the morning with a completely fresh, sparkly brain. And, you know, that's why it's so important when we wake up that we spend the first hour of our day doing things like getting outside, getting the sunlight on our face, uh, maybe listening to something inspiring that could just be a piece of music. Um, The worst thing we can do is to plug ourselves in straight away to our phones, go on social media, read the news on it, you know, that that kind of thing. Because, um, you know, you, you can have a really bad day, can't you, from reading something really awful. And we want our days to be good. We want to start off in the right direction. So why wouldn't we get up and stand outside and breathe in that fresh air and you know give ourselves the best chance we can for the day for me personally that's what I like to do again you might be listening thinking well no Kim I don't want to do that it's covered and wet and I get that but um you know I I think it's important as long as we pay attention to what we're doing and we do things with purpose so if you want to wake up and plug yourself into your phone that's fine as long as you know that you are making that choice to do that. I choose to have the first hour free from my phone and that works for me. Um, and then, so what are the other things that help us with our health? Well, there's there's a few things. Actually, we've already touched on one. One is sleep. Sleep is really, really important. And a little bit like walking, sleep is so underrated. Like getting a good amount of sleep can affect every single part of our bodies do you know that if you don't get a very good night's sleep you can actually weigh more in the morning I mean you know who would know so sleep is really important and getting enough good sleep nutrition is really important you know whatever kind of diet you follow and I mean diet as in the foods that you choose not being on a diet 
Um, as long as it's fresh and colourful and you're getting lots of different types of food, then that's good. Like nutrition is super, super important. Hydration is really important. There's always a question mark over how much water you should drink or how much water is too much water. But I think like most things, that's quite layered and it depends what part of the world you live in. It depends what kind of life you lead. Um, I think the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I can't think. I think that they say you should have two litres of water every day on average. Um, and for me, when it's warm in the summer, I have no problem with that. I can drink five or six litres of water in the summer here when it's at its hottest without hardly blinking an eyelid. But when it's um, like this time of year in December, when it's cooler, I find it quite hard to drink two litres of water. I have to really concentrate. I find that if I drink it first thing in the morning, you know, get my two litres drunk by lunchtime, I'm good to go. If I haven't drunk two litres of water by lunchtime, I probably won't drink two litres of water that day. Um, so that, you know, it's quite interesting, isn't it? Um, so hydration is really important. And then movement's really important. Um, and that doesn't mean that you have to go to the gym for an hour every single day. But walking counts, swimming, dancing around the lounge, you know, what, whatever, skipping, whatever movement you like to do makes your heart happy, then that's what you need to do. Um, but those four things combined, sleep, nutrition, hydration and movement, I think that is the key to being healthy, um, being in good health. I think if you can find balance in those four things, then you don't need to be striving to achieve healthness, wellness and health. I think you will have good health. Um, you, you may disagree, I don't know. Um, but so that's what I do. That for me, that that's what I do. I like to make sure that I move every day. So most days that means I have a yoga practice. I walk the dogs every day. Um, I lift weights three times a week, which I absolutely love. And that is really good for me. Um, I always make sure that I get a good night's sleep. I am a person that needs to run on eight, eight hours. If I have less than eight hours, then I get grumpy. Um, and then two litres of water every day if I can. And I have a plan usually on what I need to do to get those two litres in me in the winter when it's more tricky for me. And then nutrition. Um, and I have a love of cooking. So I find that quite easy. We don't, um, as a family, we don't really have takeaways. Um, we don't eat out that often. So most of what I eat is fresh, made from scratch food, which I love. And so for me, those are the things that help me uh, have good health, to feel in good health, to be healthy. How, however you want to say the health word, that that is what I do. Um, I really hope that this chat that we've had today about health has been helpful, has been eye-opening, has uh, maybe sparked some interest in things for you. Maybe you now want to go off and do your own experiment to see how tall you are at the beginning of the day to the end of the day. 
Um, maybe you want to go off and see if you can put your shoe on and tie your shoelace up standing on one leg without sitting down. Um, I don't know. But hopefully it's got you thinking. And that is the main point of these um, chats that we're having. So thank you so much for choosing. Thank you so much for pressing play. Thank you so much for listening to the end. And I will speak to you soon. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. I really hope you found it interesting and inspiring. If you want to know more about me, I'm on Instagram at Kim's Wellness Space. If you have enjoyed listening, please leave a review and share. Thank you again and speak to you very soon.